On this episode of the AC Sports Report, we have Coach Justin Klingman. Coach Klingman is the new head men's basketball coach at Goucher College. This is Connor Newcomb from the Locked On Orioles podcast. For athletes of all types, both on and off the field, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health is a game changer. Led by board-certified physicians using state-of-the-art equipment, the Sports Medicine Institute at LifeBridge Health will have you back to what you love. To learn more, go to www.lifebridgehealth.org slash sportsmedicine or call 410-870-7940. If you've been looking for someone that talks about youth sports in the DMV, from basketball to football, volleyball, soccer, lacrosse, baseball, and softball, you've found it. We are the authority. We are the authority. This is the AC Sports Report. There's a thriving community of youth sports in the DMV, and we cover it all. From interviews to game reports to players scouting, public and private schools, and we even cover the college recruiting process. This is the AC Sports Report, and here's your host, John Miller. Coach Klingman, welcome to the show. I really appreciate the time. Yeah, no, I'm glad to be here. Thanks uh, thanks for having me. So, Coach, uh, I stumbled across you. This is exciting. You're a new uh, head coach at Goucher College. Uh, first time head coach uh, coming yeah. out the gate. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A um, lot, of, lot of new stuff, but, but exciting nonetheless. So, Coach, you're joining us via Zoom. Uh, I usually do a little thing about finding the studio. I'm down in Hamden, which is this quirky little part of Baltimore, but we took the easy route, which is okay. We're going via Zoom. And I usually start with a little bit about you, Coach. Can, can we go back to, to high school and learn a bit about your high school athletic career, sir? Yeah, absolutely. We can, uh, before high school, why don't we go back a little bit further, um, give you a little bit more background on just kind of how I grew up. Um, you know, I kind of grew up from, from two parents that were both kind of educators and coaches. So uh, my dad coached uh, at the University of Scranton, coached soccer for 20, 20 plus years. I uh, had some some pretty successful years there. Um, still kind of works in the athletics department. Um, I think now they kind of keep him around for, for comic relief more than anything. Um, but he's been there for over, actually, he just finished his 50th year last year. Uh, and then my mom has coached both at the high school and college level for, you know, same thing for over almost 20 years. So just kind of grew up around it. Uh, I, you know, when I probably seven, as young as seven, eight years old, was going to a lot of the, the University of Scranton women's basketball practices because that's where my mom was an assistant for a while. So kind of grew up in the gym, um, grew up at, a, at, a, at the University of Scranton and in a college kind of department. So I, I was fortunate enough to be around it um, at, at a young age, which I think ultimately was, was one of the reasons why I just sort of, you know, kind of gravitated towards, towards coaching at, at the college level. Very cool. So hold on, hold on. Dad coached soccer and mom coached basketball. And now yep. you're coaching basketball. Is there a little controversy there when you go back home? Yeah, for Sunday I'd, I'd like to say I'd like to say I'm the favorite son uh, because of, or my mom's favorite son because of the basketball piece. Um, but uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I grew up playing actually base three sports. So baseball, soccer and basketball. And, I, you know, in high school, knew I wanted to play college sports, but wasn't quite sure which one or, or if more than one. And, um, and in high school had, had kind of three good careers and, and all, you know, in all three. Um, but 
I loved all three kind of equally. And then uh, for whatever reason, just kind of fell into, into basketball, baseball more so in, in college. Um, you know, I think a big part of that was Carl Danzig recruiting me out of high school in, in a way that was a little bit more, um, we'd love to have you in the program, but not sure like what your role is going to be as, as maybe an underclassman. Um, you know, but I th I'd like to think he saw something in me and that ended up working out and, um, and then played baseball as well. So kind of played both in college, but, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, growing up, it was always, you're going from soccer tournament to basketball to a baseball. So it was kind of playing all three kind of year round. So, uh, you alluded to your, your athletic playing career at Scranton, but before that you went to high school at Abington Heights. Did I say that right, sir? Yep. Yeah, Abington Heights. Yep. So, so what? Do, and were you all three sports there too? Yeah. So I was all three sports at Abington Heights. Uh, sometimes for better or for worse, my mom was a guidance counselor in uh, at Abington Heights in the high school. So I uh, could not cut any corners. So she was. She always knew. She was kind of one step ahead of me always in high school. But um, but that it was a lot of fun having her having her in the high school. Um, but but yeah, I actually played all three and then my last two years of high school uh played for my dad so my dad coached us uh coached the soccer team for i he's going to be upset that i don't know the exact number but i want to say for close to 10 years if not wow, more. wow um so he went from college to coaching a little bit of high school at you know while he was he was still as you know an associate athletic director at scranton so i got to play for my dad in high school which was great i played uh soccer with my older brother for, for three years, which was an awesome experience. So, um, yeah, I, I, I had a great high school experience when, you know, when it comes to athletics. So, so um, I'm going to put you on, I want to put you on a spot a little bit here. So three sports yeah, in high ahead. school, what would you describe as quote unquote, your best sport? And what would you say was not your best sport? Yeah. So I, pro I guess from an accolade standpoint, soccer was my best sport. Okay. So my senior year was, you know, now I'm a, this is a very small Northeast PA Clark summit, small town. So, um, but you know, as a senior was kind of all state player of the year in the league, first team, all league. So had a bunch of individual accolades, uh, was also part of some very good soccer teams and every year had guys who've gone and play, you know, at different levels in college. Uh, but we, you know, we were pretty successful for all kind of all four years. I think we won the districts three years, That's two or cool. three years. That's nice. Um, and, and I would say basketball was probably the third on the list. I think baseball was probably my next love and basketball third. Um, now I said earlier, I, I loved them all equally, which I did, but from a, you know, I think I had a little bit more success earlier in soccer and baseball than I did necessarily in basketball. Um, like I didn't play, I didn't start varsity in basketball until senior year. Oh, that leads me to my, my next question to follow up. If there was a scouting report, someone across the court was getting ready to play uh, you in high school, and the other coach got a scouting report about Justin Klingman, the uh, six-foot guard at, at Abington Heights, in basketball as a player, not a coach, yep. what, what would the scouting report be on you, sir? The scouting report would have been, been physical and make him put the ball on the floor. <laughs> nice. I like that. I was, uh, I was about 5'11", and you know, 155 soaking wet my senior year of high school. So not, uh, not the, not, not the biggest and, and most physical, um, or I shouldn't say not the, not the biggest and strongest, but I'd, I'd like to think I was, you know, played with, with some physicality and, and tried to play a little bit bigger than I was, but in high school, maybe a little bit more one dimensional. Um, 
could definitely put it on the floor, but I'd say like space it, shoot it, play out of closeouts was, was a little bit more my game in high school. And then tried to evolve that obviously as, as I, you know, aged into, into college. Very cool. Uh, but, very cool. Yeah. So we fast forward, you went to university of Scranton mm-hmm. four years there. And I think you said earlier you were recruited. Is that correct? Yeah. So yes. And, I mean, yes and no. Part of the reason I think why I was recruited is because both my parents were, uh, they're kind of Scranton through and through. So, well, well there's that, um, you know, so I think part of it, my dad worked, he was an, an, you know, associate athletic director. My mom was, and and I'll uh, make this pitch now, still the best Scranton women's basketball player in the history of that Ooh, in go, mom. history of the school. What's your mom's first um, name? Deanna. Deanna Klingman, yes. So she was the 1985 National Player of the Year and uh, and won a national championship. Oh, awesome. Uh, at, at Scranton. Yeah. So I think part of it was a little bit of that. And then part of it was, you know, I'd like to think Carl, Carl did see something in me. Um, I think he liked the fact that I competed and, and, you know, would sacrifice at times my individual ones for, for team needs and, and do what was best for the team. Um, and I think he saw a little bit of that in high school, but more so than anything, I, I think he knew that I, I was a good teammate, carried myself the right way and competed. And I think, um, you know, that was a big reason why I recruited him. Now, now Scranton, D1, D2, D3. D3. And Goucher, D1, D2, D3. D3. So the one hallmark that I'm kind of familiar with is there's no athletic scholarships for D3. However, there are others, merit-based, need-based, uh, yep. th- things like that for for that. So um, is that, how do, does that factor? And I, and then you most recently, be, when you first got out of college, you spent some time at Ursinus College. Mm-hmm. And is that D3 also? D3, yeah. And then Catholic University, which is in D.C.? Yep. Is D- that D3? D3? So yeah, we're, we're so, going gonna to call you a D3 expert coach. <laughs> the, uh, so it's, it's actually funny though, because not only have I spent most of my playing in or spent all of my playing in uh, coaching career division three, but most of that actually in the landmark. So oh, Scranton okay. Catholic outs are all in the landmark conference. Yeah. Oh, that should be interesting. Or do you have some old friends back at the other two colleges you're going to see across the court or is it all changed? Uh, no, nope. a lot of the same coaches when I played at Scranton back from 2011 to 15. Uh, but yeah, still very close and, and, a, and a very good mentor is uh, Aaron Kelly, who's the head coach at Catholic, as well as Carl, who's who's still the head coach at, at Scranton. So, um, you know, close with with both programs. And it was always it, it was funny because my first year at Catholic, I think some people were like, why'd you hire the Scranton guy? Because Catholic and Scranton have been pretty big rivals. Um, and, and now I find myself at, at third, at, you know, kind of my third landmark school. So, so just, how, whoa, whoa, how do your rounds. parents feel about this? You just told me your parents were Scranton, uh, true and true, through and through. Um, how yep. do they feel about you coming home? Are they going to still, are, what color are they wearing? On, Goucher's <laughs> blue, Scranton's purple. Yeah, so Is that my right? dad, my dad always does it right. He'll wear a Scranton hat and his Scranton jacket, but underneath he's got his, now it'll be a, a Goucher t-shirt or polo. So. Um, a little bit of both, but I know they're, they're definitely rooting for the Gophers this year. Very cool. So I could talk to you all day, coach. I appreciate this. Let's talk about Goucher just for a second. New head coach. Um, yep. you're eight or so to years into your career. Uh, how, how do you come into a school in Baltimore, which I guess is a new town for you too, and build mm-hmm. your brand of basketball at Goucher? What's, what's your, your philosophy there, coach? Yeah. So, but I guess. Before philosophy, I've been very fortunate to be part of three programs that have all had very good leaders and, and coaches and Kevin Small, who's at Ursinus, uh, Carl at Scranton, and then Aaron Kelly at, at Catholic. So 
although I've only been doing it for eight years and, and played for Carl for four, uh, they all three coach in their own unique way and have their own philosophy, which I've been able to pull from each of those guys and then be able to shape that to my personality and, and how I coach. So um, I've been really fortunate to learn from three guys who I consider close mentors. Um, you know, I think one common denominator in all of those programs is, and it, and it sounds pretty simple and a lot of coaches will recruit like this, but um, be, being just intentional about who you're bringing into the program and the characters of the individuals you're bringing into your program. So, um, you know, what we talk about, just like what, as a program, what you hang your hat on. And for us, it's, you, you know, a work ethic, but then being purposeful and intentional about the things that you're working on. Uh, carrying, carrying yourself the right way and, and also treating each other with, with level of respect and, and extending trust to, to your teammates um, and being an energy giver. And then, and then I think one of the other common denominators, common denominators with a lot of the places I come from is just that level of competitiveness guys that guys that um, understand what's required to win and the little things in the day to day. So um, it's, it's making sure you're prepared for practice. And when you're in practice, you're, you're doing the little things you're, whether it's, you know, you're touching lines and sprints, you're boxing out every possession. Um, you're being physical defensively without fouling guys. So all those little things add up. Um, but I think in, in any, you know, really good program, there's there's a level of detail um, and, and the character of the individuals in, in the program are, are, you know, are pretty solid. So I'm looking at the roster and the schedule. Do I see correctly you only have two seniors on the team? No, so we have uh, we. I want to. We have seven. Okay, seven okay. I just yeah. And I'm looking at the schedule. First game is away, November eighth. Is that correct? Yep, that's right around the corner. Yeah, so so not far. Uh, we actually open up uh, with our first scrimmage this coming Sunday. Oh, awesome! At York, which would be yeah, which would be a good test for us. And then first home game does it sound right? November twenty first. I'm sure you don't have the schedule yep. memorized. Yeah, on Eastern Tuesday. Mennonite. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, so we're we're uh, yeah we're we're quickly approaching that that first game. Uh, you know, I think for us, our, our you know main focus in prep for for competition here has been um, just trying to just trying to help these guys understand the the importance of like communicating, holding each other accountable. Um, you know, bringing a physical toughness to to how we play in the brand of basketball that we you know that we hope to represent. Um, and less about big picture offense and defense and more about the little things. So, um, you know, playing hard every possession, again, like box outs. I'd like to the, – the one thing that um, Catholic has done really well is led landmark in a lot of defensive uh, statistical categories. So that's something that I'd like to continue to to emphasize and bring in our program at Goucher and the importance of, you know, you, you got to – you. If you want to be competitive, you have to be able to to guard teams and take and take pride in, in guarding teams. So we've spent a lot of our focus over the first few weeks on on defense, um, and and just trying to get into into layers of defense and, and how we're going to play this year defensively. So, um, you know, the the offense like the offense takes a little bit of time. It, it always does for most programs. So, you know, we're not going to be a finished product in uh, you know in November, but but we're getting there and and we're starting to. You know, we're we're starting to 
slow down a little bit uh, offensively and guys starting to just make their reads and all that good stuff. So I got two dates uh, circled on my calendar. December 9th, it looks like you go back home to Scranton. Yep. <laughs> that, so that wasn't on my calendar until I found out that your parents are both uh, Scranton folks. That I, I don't think I'll make it to Scranton, but I wish I could. But I am going to make it to December 16th when you're down here in Notre Dame. So I had uh, Coach yeah, TJ Jordan on, on my podcast a little while ago. So awesome. it's good. I, I'm excited. Oh, look, I had both those guys on a podcast. This is going to be fun to watch. And you're going to be coming down here to, to Notre Dame for that. Or no, no, that one's yeah. at Goucher. So that was exciting. At Goucher, yeah. Um, Almost yeah, the Battle of Beltway. You guys are close. Yeah, very close. Um, yeah, that Scranton one will be uh, will be fun. Just be, you know, it'll be surreal when when I can look down and, and coach against somebody that that I played for and, and deeply respect. So uh, with with a lot of, you know, I'm sure a lot of friends in, in the crowd and a lot of alum around and you know, obviously with my parents, because it's not only my parents, but my older brother played soccer at Scranton, my older sister played soccer at Scranton. So there's a, there's a long family, family tie to Scranton. Hold on, uh, coach. Are you the, are you the baby? Didn't... Are you the baby of the family? No. So okay. There's more. Say, the only, the only one who didn't, um, didn't go to Scranton. He, he kind of broke the mold was my, uh, our younger brother, Colin. And he, uh, he actually played soccer at Ursinus. So when I coached at Ursinus, he was there as an undergrad. So it was a lot of fun to watch kind of him watch him grow and, and watch his career unfold. Um, and he's actually coaching now as well. So he's, uh, he's an assistant at Binghamton for, uh, for their men's soccer team. So it's got a coaching kind of coaching family. I heard that coach. Again, I could talk to you all day, but I want to, I want to respect your time and I really appreciate you showing up. All this leads up to the big question, coach. So yeah. you, you obviously been involved in sports. I could get your whole family on this podcast. Cause I bet each one of your siblings and your parents would have some advice, but we're, we're speaking to middle and high school aged student athletes. Some that are going on, going on to play at the next level. Some that, that are not. Um, if you could go back in time, if, if coach Klingman right now in 2023 could speak to the middle or high school aged student athlete, if there was any advice for them, what, what would it be? Yeah. I, I, even in our program now, I think the, the one, uh, the one thing we talk about a lot or three different things actually all wrapped into one, but your habits, your effort and the attitude in which you approach anything that you do. Um, so as a high school athlete, and I think, uh, as a, as a first year in, in college, um, you know, I think that, that idea of like being cool and, and, being casual doesn't, it doesn't work in sports. And, and I wish I kind of learned that, you know, a little bit earlier um, because I, you know, at times, especially when you're a little bit better from a talent standpoint, or you, you feel like you have more ability, you, you know, you can coast a little bit and, and again, be, be a little bit more casual where at some point you're always going to run into somebody that's a little bit better or has more ability. So if you can rely on that, you have good habits. So when you get in the gym, you have a routine, um, you know, you, you talk, uh, you, you, you practice hard when you're there and you compete, not just play hard, but you compete. And then, uh, from an attitude standpoint, you approach everything with some enthusiasm. Um, you know, I think everything becomes a little bit more enjoyable when you can approach it with, with that idea of, you know, be an energy giver and not an energy taker. Um, so I'd say my advice to high school kids is just like when, when you're, when you get in the gym and, or, or you're, you're preparing for a test, whether it be academics, like, have a plan, have a routine, and start to develop those good habits. Um, get to practice 15 minutes earlier. Maybe you wake up 30 minutes earlier than you typically do to start your day a little bit, a little bit better. So um, just having good habits, and and then I think approaching any type of work that you have with a level of effort that that you can feel proud of. Um, you know, I, I think sometimes we try and cut we try and cut corners, and and there's no substitute um, 
you know, if you're trying to achieve anything great, there's no substitute for, for work. Like it, it requires a level of work. Um, and then, like I said, that, that attitude piece is important. And the reason why um, we talk a lot about those and, and the advice, that's kind of my advice is because those are all things you can control. Those are all in your control. Um, it doesn't matter about, you know, your, your background, your experiences um, or, or the resources that you have. It's, you can always control your routine, your habits, your effort, and your attitude. Coach, that's good advice. Is there anything I can promote? Are you a Twitter guy? Are you on Instagram? How, how can we follow the team? How can we follow you? What, what can I share with the people that are listening? That would yeah, we're uh, yeah, definitely our Goucher men's basketball page. Um, we're you know we're on Twitter and Instagram, so we're trying to to get a little bit more engagement with uh, you know just with with the Goucher community, Greater Baltimore community. Um, you know, I, I think it's great to. That, that is, I feel like, one of the pros of, of social media is it allows student-athletes to be able to connect with with college programs and coaches and, and be able to, to to kind of push their, you know, themselves out on, on, uh, on coaches and, and help themselves get recruited. So definitely one of the pros of social media. Coach Klingman, thank you. Absolutely. It's, it was a pleasure. Thanks, John. You've been listening to the AC Sports Report. As you know, there's a massive scene of youth sports in the DMV, and it's our passion to cover it all. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had fun. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.alstoncarlisle.com. Till next time, this has been the AC Sports Report.